0: Thrilled to be back. It's wonderful to have had a break, and I'm just loving the fact that we're into 2013 and I'm back. And I'm just so confident that this year is going to be better than it ever has been, in as far as the narcissistic abuse recovery community. And it's a narcissist central show that I'm going to be doing today, and it's called Claiming Your Authentic Power. Now how this show has come about is that during the holiday period, I had quite a few weeks to be able to recharge and to be able to really, really focus into my healing, my empowerment and I was very, very focused about coming back vibrationally to true self. That was my greatest mission and thank you everybody who replied to uh, my blog post, post that I did a few days ago. About Bali, and I so encourage you that if you really need to go and find yourself, you really need to heal, you really need to nurture yourself, and spend time working on yourself, that something like that. A Bali holiday where you can just eat wonderful, healthy foods, you can drink juices, you can go and have massages, you can go and have healing is just the perfect, perfect opportunity to. Have that time out from everyday life and to really, really regroup and really work on your inner. It's just perfect. And for those people that did read the blog, I know you saw the pictures of the villa, etc. It's just so beautiful there. It's just so amazing. I went to Bali ten years ago, and I didn't really like it nearly as much as I do now. Lots of things things have changed. Vanua is gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. It doesn't have the hassle uh, of a cuda. It's very, very respectful. You don't get mobbed or anything like that from Balinese trying to sell. And their souls and who they are is just magnificent. So a lot of this show is born out of this period that I really had time to regroup and really, really work and really look at What can I bring to help and support the narcissistic abuse recovery community even more than what I have done in the past? Now, the time that we're in at the moment, we all know it's 2013. Now, we're in a deeply powerful evolution period. I just so don't doubt that. I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm feeling it within myself. And I've been attuned to energy for quite some time, and this just rings so true to me. It really does. We are coming out of a time of external power, the era of external power, which was ego, things on the outside, I'm trying to use them to give them myself, rather than realizing the creator we are and connecting to authentic power, which is our soul, which is source energy, which is authentic love and truth. Now, the time that we're in at the moment, I believe it's crucial I really, really do. And if we keep stuck in the old ways, the old world of trying to get stuff from the outside to give us ourselves, it's painful. What we're actually meeting is our emptiness and our neediness and our lack of self and we're getting results of that very, very quickly, which keeps resurfacing the pain that we haven't actually dealt with, that we haven't healed yet. So this shift, this time, it's a time of releasing and healing our fearful broken inner parts so that we can claim the truth of our soul. And our soul, and we all have one, our soul is, it's love, it's wholeness, it's expansion, it's freedom, it's authentic joy. It's the most expansive, biggest part of ourselves. And the reality is, as human beings, we've all felt very disconnected from that. We've all been programmed to very di- be disconnected about that. We've felt that we've had to live through labels. We've had to live through stuff. We've had to live through other people. We've had to live from trying to get love and approval outside of ourselves, rather than realizing that our most important mission in life is to connect and be an authentic source to ourselves. Because then everything comes from that. We're only meeting ourselves in life through the people and situations that we're encountering. And life is the ultimate teacher. Life is showing us how authentic we are or how non-authentic we are. Are we trying to gain ourselves through external power? Or are we really an authentic power to ourselves? Now, within this shift, we're finding out that trying to get people and things outside of us to take away our own inner pain is going to be futile. And it's actually only increasing the internal emotional pain that is the human condition. So... What I've found is that in my time in Bali and the time I'm in now, which is absolutely magical personally, in times of deep soul discovery and committing to myself, I have many profound experiences and we can put this down to synchronicity. I see this with so many people. It's like when we make the most important mission in our life, our soul. And our truth and coming to and becoming authentic joy, life collaborates with us incredibly. We get all the intuitions, we get all the signs, we get all the things turn up that are just showing us where to go and what to do next and what information we need next. Some of you may have had those experiences when you initially came across my website or you just had a feeling and you put in a search and then all of a sudden you saw the information that really resonated with you. That's really your soul calling forth to you all the tools and information you need to deeply partner yourself with. So this was my experience while I was in Bali. Every day, a message, an answer, everything was just coming. So, And the message was the same. Let go of the outer, come home to the inner, Stop seeking remedies from outside and really deeply commit to releasing and transforming is not working for you on the inside. Because with my own process coming up to the end of 2012, there were things in my life that were screaming at me that were going, Melanie, you are just on the wrong track. This is not where you want to be. This is not joyful. This is not loving. This is... And and it was really about taking stock of that, going away, and deeply realigning and healing whatever the outside was showing me at the time. Now, I would love to discuss, because part of what showed up for me in my synchronicities is a particular book. And this was sent to me from one of my amazing ongoing clients, Ian, who is a gentleman, and I hope he's, he listens to all my shows, but it'll be lovely him hearing his name. Now, Ian, since I met Ian, has deeply, deeply committed to clearing his inner junk.
1: You know, he's an amazing,
0: amazing man. And as a Christmas present to me, because he's growth in a year it's just been phenomenal through the work we've been doing together, he sent this wonderful book to me. And when I unwrapped it, I went "Oh, okay," and it's called Spiritual Partnership by Gary Zukak. Now, this book is incredible and this book was just exactly what this vibrational shift is all about. It was exactly what I wanted to read. It was exactly what I needed to read and it is about the journey to authentic power which was everything that I've really been focused on working on. This book was incredibly perfect in relation to my next level of spiritual, inner, and personal growth. Now, for anyone who wants to be true joy, who wants to dedicate their life to creating authentic joy and truth, this is a must-read book. I can't emphasize this enough. You may have heard about Conversations with God and Neil Donald Walsh and a few other books over the time. This book right here, right now is it. So I'm going to say it again. It's Spiritual Partnership, by Gary Zukak, And for anyone who wants to really become authentic power and get out of the pain of external power, this book is just mind-blowing. And it's perfect. It is arguably the most powerful book I've ever read about our relationship to ourselves, relationships with others and and with life and what love relationships really are intended to be. And this book is all about the emergence of authentic spiritual partnership. Spiritual partnership to yourself, spiritual partnerships in life and in love. And it's clearly does support this book, the necessary shift from the old energy into the new energy that we all need to evolve into if we want a life and love relationships which are going to be healthy and fulfilling and stop doing circuits of the old, unresolved pain. Now within this book, and this is what I believe so much as well, is Gary is very adamant about the old energy which is seeking external power does not work anymore. It's actually synonymous with powerlessness and more pain because it's not authentic power. So you may be wondering because this is a Narcissistic Central show, how does all of this relate to being narcissistically abused? And I'm going to explain. So... Let's just have a look at The Agony of Powerlessness. And there is a great deal of information in Gary's book that will allow you to understand what every painful experience in your life is really about. And these philosophies totally collaborate with my philosophies that a lot of you would have been reading and listening to and learning, as well as many other teachers who speak about the deep inner soul solutions to life which is really the spiritual self-growth basis. Now, when really have been narcissistically abused. Initially, we feel like our dreams, our expectations of a wonderful life that we were going to have with this person are shattered. We feel empty, betrayed, deceived, often maliciously abused. And because we feel so stripped of our own confidence, our belief in ourselves, And the knowing that we can be a source to ourselves, we often stay horrifically hooked to the person abusing us and all of the obsessions of what they are doing and how can I stop and fix what they are doing in order to be safe, loved, lovable and worthy. Now if we continue on looking at what happened and our dreams being smashed we miss the inner spiritual soul lesson of our narcissistic abuse experience. We get stuck in judgment and blame and we keep looking to the outside, which is the narcissist, to bargain with change and fix in order to restore the life we believe we were meant to have and we remain incredibly powerless as a result of that. Now we all know that that powerlessness state feels excruciating it feels helpless it feels hopeless we understand that we're giving up more and more boundaries that we're not honoring ourselves that we're getting hurt that we're walking on broken glass and we're waiting for the next episode where we're going to feel even more powerless again when we're trying to change someone else and wrestle with this person These are all methods of trying to make our life happen and be forestepping through external power, looking to the outside. It is powerlessness. We try to make the outside, which is another person or something responsible for our happiness and our well-being until we eventually realize that this does not and it cannot work. when we have a look at the shift to authentic power from external power, what we have not realized and what we need to realize is that everything without exception, and this is for every human soul on the planet, everything without exception that hurts us on the outside is merely a trigger showing us that there is a part of us on the inside that is defective. The person hurting us is merely a catalyst, triggering the wounds and the powerlessness that we already had without exception. Now that is true for every incident in your life. Gary explains that in very, very intricate detail in his book. I've believed that for a long time. Every human being varying degrees has powerless inner parts which require healing and the grand opportunity through painful relationships and events in our life is to release and heal these parts so that we can claim our own authentic power our true center of beingness of authentic power is our soul and our soul does not feel pain It's that expansive part of us that is connected to love, to truth, to integrity, to flow, to expansion, to joy. That part of us does not feel pain. It is joy, existence, and wholeness. Our true self, which is our soul, another name for our soul. Gary calls it soul in the book. I call it true self. Our true self does not judge. It does not hold others' responsible for our well-being and it does not seek things or people to try to take away the pain of ourself that we're not taking responsibility for. Our soul our true self is at one and it is connected to that life force, life source of well-being, joy, love, peace as it just is state. Now Everyone, without exception, has this part of themselves. It's actually the greatest part of yourself. It's who you really are without the junk. Now, we all have a personality. And when we are on the Earth School, if you like, we come here with a personality. And that's really a makeup of where we've been before the level that we've evolved to before as as a human being. And, of course, there are many fundaments that come into that, which are our conditioning and our programming of childhood, our situations and events we've had in our life, our perceptions of them, how much we've actually made a mission to be our soul, or how much we've been living through external power through our personality. Now, the goal is, with all of this, is to bring our personality in alignment with our soul. Now, we all have free will, and this is about conscious choice. And we do have the power to work on our personality to bring it in alignment with our soul. We know people whose personalities are very close to align with their souls. These are the people who are grateful, they're at peace, they radiate love, contentedness and joy and they are a source of that for themselves as per law of attraction creating more of that easily leaving alone what isn't and promoting and expanding that in their life. Bali is full of these people. You only have to walk around the streets to once you start really aligning and being in that yourself, it just radiates everywhere. And uh, as Mare, who was the driver, incredibly wise spiritual man, and he said to me, you know, the model of the people here is harmony. It's harmony. And these people are very, very happy. We also know the people whose personalities are very disconnected from their souls. These are the people who have such intense inner pain that they refuse to take responsibility for this pain. So it's always from their fault. And they will seek any outer method, denial or projection to try to avoid this intense inner pain. These people are disconnected from harmony and reverence. Reverence is a really important word. They're disconnected from reverence for themselves and others. Their level of self-loathing is so high that they are capable of malicious acts and using people for self-entitled agendas. They reach these people are in processes of extreme self-judgment and punishment and judgment and punishment of others. It is the inner pain that these people suffer which manifests as an ability to act in pathological ways, seek revenge, and have lack of integrity. Now this is, now this community is about people that have been narcissistically abused. Now this is the model of a personality disordered or narcissistic individual. It is a person that their personality is so far away from the connection and flow with their soul. And this person has extreme emotional inner pain, non-recognition or responsibility for this pain, and we know that that is a narcissistic criteria, that I am non-accountable. We know that. And we use the employing of any myth available to avoid this inner, scared, broken, and fragmented personality parts. The only thing that separates anyone, from being connected to their soul, which is the beauty, the joy, and the love itself and connection to others and life, is the personality, broken, scared, and painful parts. That's what creates the disconnection. When we claim, heal, and release these parts, we naturally come home to who we really are. That our soul energy, our true self, the greatest, most expansive and authentic part of ourselves. And then we naturally become authentically filled with joy, love, truth, reverence and integrity and we create more of that in our world because we are creating, attracting, participating in our own vibration, always. This is your grandest opportunity and the most incredible gift that you can claim as a result of being narcissistically abused. So the key that's necessary in order to shift from external power, which is trying to get to people on the outside to fix your inner pain to anesthetize it for you rather than dealing with it. The shift to authentic power is to start claiming the gift of moving out of the personalization of what the narcissist did to you and the belief that you are a victim to that. If we stay stuck in those beliefs, it means we can't take responsibility, we can't heal, and we can't move out of the pain and the fear or the powerlessness of holding somebody else responsible for the creation of our joy and our life. We need to realize for anyone coming to authentic power, we need to realise the greatest deepest spiritual truth, which is everything that we experience that is painful is showing us an absolute part within ourselves that we can heal and therefore evolve from pain and powerlessness to the authentic power of our soul. That's key. And this is happening for everyone, not just you. If we ignore this and we don't get to what is inside of us that requires healing, life will only keep delivering the same painful messages over and over again until we do. Your soul's purpose is to evolve. And if it's disconnected from your personality, well, then your soul is co-creating with the largest part of you to bring you forward what your personality is attracting. So what unhealed parts are corresponding to life is show up for you the pain. External power adds to powerlessness. And part of this, the, the illusion of external power, which is through the ego, is that this is how I need to be powerful. But what it's actually doing is it's separating you from knowing the vibrational, powerful creator that you actually are, connected to all of life and all of your life experience. And as the creator of your experience, you are more powerful than you could ever imagine. Everyone in the human experience has been disconnected from authentic power. We know we weren't taught about it. We know we were told by outer structures what to do. We know that we we're all modeled on God's vengeance and punishment. We know that we were brought up with role models of vengeance and punishment. So what happened is that we all took on, through our personalities, the belief of being small, defective, unlovable, unworthy. That's the human experience, without exception. And the are the massive inner wounds that every human being on this planet carries to various degrees. And because of these wounds and these unworthiness, we started looking for love, approval, and self-worth from the outside. We tried to make it somebody else's job. We tried to gain it through accomplishments or Homes, or cars, or labels, or recognition, or approval. So, or a love partner. Somebody who could make us feel lovable and worthy. All of these things are masks. They are all temporary hits of anesthetic to dull the true inner pain of feeling unlovable and unworthy. Our relationship with the narcissist was two people playing this out. The narcissist is attracted to external power because of his or her over-energized ego and false self. And the narcissist is constantly monitoring his or her life from the position of ego to create props and masks and people that cover over intense feelings of being defective, unworthy, and unlovable. So the narcissistic model is the playing out of what can I create, gain control, and get in order to try and stop this inner pain. That I'm constantly feeling about my own unworthiness, my own unlovability, and that I am a defective self. Now, we have to admit that we were the same. We believed this person was a dream partner, someone who was strong and capable enough to take away our pain, our insecurities, and our fears of powerlessness in order for us to be happy and feel worthy. The dynamic between the narcissist and the codependent, and in my interpretation of codependency, it is anyone seeking external power who is not a source to themselves, who's not an authentic source of love, joy and fullness to themselves. Now, narcissists are also highly codependent because they are not that energy source to themselves. Codependents aren't either. The difference is, is codependents have, generally, have a moral code. They absolutely have the ability for reverence. And they have a conscience. And also to codependents have enough humility to actually go to their inner parts and take responsibility for them. And don't suffer the fear of emotional annihilation that a narcissist feels if he has to or she has to admit imperfections. Hence why the false self is so energized which is all about I have to be right, I have to look perfect, and I'm going to uphold that at all costs. That's the lack of accountability. In as far as the emptiness, both are identical. Okay, so with the dynamic between the narcissistic and the post, there is two empty, needy people seeking external power. Rather than being committed to spiritually develop and creating true, authentic power or an authentic spiritual relationship. And the illusion is very, very powerful for people that have been narcissistically abused. Many people report that narcissists come on very strong, are incredibly loving, giving, caring, attentive, and seem to be the perfect partner. Now, there's a part in Gary's book, which is close to the end of the book, Spiritual Partnership, and it goes like this. This is what Gary says. Five sensory couples as opposed to multi-sensory spiritual couples. So five sensory meaning people that are not the inner work or the inner responsibility that are at- attracted to external outer power. Begin their journey together with intense experiences of powerlessness called romantic attraction. One individual sees a certain qualities that he admires but he thinks lacks. An attraction becomes noticeable, it grows stronger. Even when the attraction appears to be only sexual, it is so much more than that. It is attraction to the permanent release from the pain of powerlessness. Romantic attraction includes sexual attraction and in addition, a euphoric sense of well-being. Each of the individuals feels more intelligent, sexual, beautiful or handsome or worthy the other appears to be the cause of this blissful and exciting experience. They say to each other, you complete me, you make my life worthwhile, or I've been looking for you for years. Whereas actually, they've been searching for self-value and self-safety all their lives and the possibility of finding it through another is exhilarating. It is also delusional. Saviour, Searching is a means of avoiding the pain of powerlessness which is the loneliness, the feelings of inadequacy, the self-doubt, the self-loathing, the longing to be lovable and loved and needing to love as well as be loved momentarily disappears all of that pain when the right individual, right being an inverted commas, individual comes along. Finding that individual is not the end of these torments. It is only a temporary anesthetic. No saviour can indefinitely mask the frightened parts of her personality from the one who was saved or from herself. Expectations are not met and disappointments follow. Cracks in the illusion widen until both people become visible to the other as they truly are. Personalities with frightened parts to be healed. In many parts of the book he talks about, and I totally agree with that, if there isn't with what he's about to say, if there is not a commitment for both individuals to move from external power based relationships to authentic power based relationships, they fail. Even more so in this time where fear based external power can only create painful results that simply don't work anymore. So what we need to understand about attraction at love is that there needs to be two people not trying to get worthiness, love and approval from the person outside of themselves. Because what's actually happening is they're coming from a powerless position. And within that powerless position, They are holding that other person responsible rather than being that source to themselves and sharing it healthily in a relationship where there is going to be true connection, true commitment, true trust and true growth. It's a system of denial and it's a system of if you give me this, my pain will stop rather than I am taking responsibility for my pain and I'm becoming the most healthiest connected person with my personality, to my soul that I can be where I am going to radiate love and truth. And I can hold that with you and I can also allow you to take responsibility for being love and truth. So if we wish to create authentic relationships, The only way to do this is to become authentic with ourselves. And then we will attract partners who are also willing to transform their pain and powerlessness into authentic power. We can and will only do this when we fully claim the healing of our powerlessness that has led us into these dynamics of narcissistically abusive relationships something that is really important for you to understand. You are your one true healer. In order to heal these fearful and powerless parts of ourself, we need to get our focus off the narcissist and firmly onto ourselves. It's very important to understand your true healing does not lie in external power. It does not lie in external answers. No one knows your soul. No one knows your pain and your powerlessness. Outside people can only guess what that is about. But how can they know when they are not you? They are not your makeup. They are not your history. They are not your emotions. They're not your powerlessness. You are. In order to truly bridge the gap between your personality and your soul, your true self, you have to relent and heal the parts of your personality that are fractured, that are hurting, and that are causing you to feel powerless. These are the parts that are taking you forward into unfulfilling life and experiences. These are the parts that are attracting the people who are going to trigger these wounds for you. And this is where your ego, your blame, your self-denial, and your out-of-focus needs to be firmly out of the way. This is where you need to take full responsibility, stop looking to the outside, and drop into your painful feelings with full humility, honesty, and raw openness with yourself. And this is for stating to yourself, I know I have painful and powerless parts, only I can heal. And I realize every painful event in my life is showing you this. This person is not doing this to me. They are triggering what is already there. In my evolution that I haven't healed yet, That's why they're in my experience. Then when you do that, when you say to yourself, I know I have painful and powerless parts, only I can heal, and I realize every painful event is showing me that, then you can open up, drop into, and feel deeply into your pain and ask yourself questions. And I promise you that when you do that, When you connect and you follow your feelings with love, compassion and humility and you make it firmly all about yourself, you will get the answers. Your emotion is only a symptom. There is a reason under that emotion. There is an origin of that emotion. And it's the origin you need to get to. And this is about where does this come from. And you'll get the answer of what your pain and your powerlessness is all about. And you will also get the answer on how to heal it. And as you know, tools such as quantum freedom healing, great kinesiologists, people that work, and and, uh, processes that work very, very, very deeply on your inner emotional frequency and belief systems is how you're going to heal this stuff. And I am pretty adamant that if you're just trying to do it through head therapy or answers outside of yourself you're not going to get to the core and the truth the core and the truth is within you and you are an incredible creator and when you learn how to and you have the tools to how to vibrationally shift yourself out of the personality pain and the the ruptures and the dysfunctions to actually clear that and connect to soul and source truth, you won't know yourself. You will not know yourself. You will evolve. Your soul is calling you forward through self. And when you start dropping into your feelings, you start connecting to your soul. That is the gateway to your soul. And there is limitless, infinite intelligence in your soul that holds every key and every answer for you absolutely understand this no one else does you do your soul when you start honoring it and when you make it your greatest mission to move into authentic power your soul is going to create the synchronicities in your life which is going to grant you messages to prompt you And it's going to grant you the gateways to know that your healing lies firmly between you and you. Other people can only grant you the awareness of how you can heal you. When you commit to this inner journey of releasing and transforming yourself, then you are going to close the gap between your fractured personality, which every human experiences full of. Every human has to varying degrees. And for people that have been narcissistically abused, it is pretty safe to say there's been a lot of fractures in the personality for an experience like that to come forth in your experience. And you will close that gap and you will get closer and closer to your true self essence. Then you will realize that when you actually become authentic power and peace, that happiness provided by outside stuff and props and things and people was only momentarily keeping you distracted from your wounds, which of course is going to keep representing over and over again in between these happy times. And the release of your inner painful reasons and origins is going to open you up to joy, which then becomes a constant. It just isness of reverence, love and connection to self and life. There's a huge difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is something through external power making me happy. Joy is a state. Joy is a oneness. It's an isness. It's just is. It is only at true self level. When you close that gap and you start feeling and being your soul it's only at that level where the pain stops durably. And it's at that level where you feel fulfilled, you feel full and you feel real without the precarious necessity for outside props and people to give you, I'm lovable or I'm worthy. You already just are. So this is your goal. And then... As per law of attraction, this will be your life. People who are also vibrating at the same authentic level. The wonderful thing is, is that we are in such an age and a shift from development. I see it everywhere. There are absolutely people working at this level who have made it their goal to stop chasing external power and to become true authentic beings to themselves. And the more that you make this your greatest mission in life, because the other stuff will just happen, and you won't need it to happen, it will just happen, because you're going to get more abundance of yourself. It's simple. So the more that you make this your goal, that's what's going to come into your world, and that's what you're going to experience. Water always seeks home level. And we need to understand that it has been the emptiness, it has been the neediness that has pulled us into external power and narcissistic abuse relationships. What happens is when you do come home to closing this gap and really making it your greatest mission, you have so much joy and ability to expand and create and do things and engage in life, it just becomes automatic. What you will find is that the pain of your narcissistic abuse experience just goes. It's not relevant to your vibration. It's not what you're feeling. It's not your universe. It just, you know, I am no longer, when you work through this stuff, you are no longer the fear of evil and insanity. You become integrity. You become joy. You become the knowing that you're a universal vibration of none of that. So I hope this show can really, really help you. I so hope you get the book because it is just powerful. It's just incredible stuff. And I really hope that you make your mission your soul. This is not going to make you lazy. This is not going to make you forget about other things in your life. It is going to enhance them because everything you're creating in your life is going to come from a level of fullness and love and joy. It's not going to come from emptiness, neediness, and pain. And that's what external power is about. Everything you're going to go after is going to come from emptiness, neediness, and pain. So the results are only going to supply more emptiness, neediness, and pain. It's a very, very simple formula. So I've really enjoyed doing this show, and I'm so pleased to be back. And we've got the 30-day challenge coming out in Empowered by Some Love newsletter, So if you haven't already subscribed to that, you can do that through the blog, uh, my latest blog, or you can do it on my website. It's going to be really, really exciting because it's all about the shift into authentic power and joy and truth. And, you know, I'm just bursting at the seams to bring this stuff through because it is so exciting, it is so joyful, it is so fulfilling So that's it from me, and lots of love, everybody, and I'll be talking to you next week. Okay, bye-bye.